0: Hello, episode four of What Do People Do podcast. Welcome back. And today it's a different episode. We haven't got a guest on today. We thought it'd be a good place to kind of introduce ourselves. Couldn't find anyone. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've got a few few interesting guests lined up, so no, stay tuned. But today we thought our our aim as a podcast is to kind of understand other people and what they do. And we wanted to delve kind of into ourselves first so that we understood ourselves as well as understanding other people and let the viewers and kind of ourselves know a bit more about each other mm. i know we're all really good friends yeah. and we already know a lot about each other but we thought other what better than having a, a kind of a deep chat about a bit more
1: mm. what we ourselves. do i think um for the people listening it's important that you understand us a little bit as well so you have a background as to why we might be asking what we're asking yeah exactly yeah. so might add a bit of context and um, and the same way we start all our podcasts. I'm going to ask you
0: two the same question. So, I'll start with Charlie. Imagine yourself kind of <gasps> 10-year-old Charlie Goldson. Get it, I'm not first. <laughs> so, you're a 10-year-old lad back in, is it South Africa you were in at that time? Or was it?
2: I would have been when I was 10, yeah. Yeah. So, what did you want
0: to be when you were 10?
2: Um, to be honest with you, I, I don't know specifically when I was 10, but the only, the one I can remember when I was, when I was younger, it was because I loved dogs. I wanted to be a vet, but... oh uh, yeah. At the same time, I couldn't process in my head that vets, like, put dogs down and, like, all that yeah, sort of stuff. <laughs> Just so it, it came to, that like, the reality check of I would be terrible as a vet because yeah. the worst thing is, yeah, like, watching animals die. Yeah. And then, to honest with you, from then, it was probably probably a professional cricketer, cricketer to be honest. Yeah. That was, that's, I, I'm not even joking. Bowling right? <laughs> it probably, <laughs> it probably was. A lot of
0: young people want to be like sports a, related sports. It definitely been, yeah what about you eddie what was your if you 10 year old eddie little eddie in school were you in
1: Berkhamsted at that point do you know what i was that kid that wanted to be a pc plod
0: <sighs> did you yeah
1: i wanted no i wanted to be um i did want to be a policeman um and then i think it was more uh i wanted to be a detective i think i just watched i just watched yeah. too oh, many cool. sort of crime investigation yeah. programs i was too scared to watch like a horror movie so I the next step down was like a, a thriller <laughs> like, <laughs> make, make it so it's like solving serious. the crime it, like for him, I'm I'm just like, you- too 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 scared to be on the front line so yeah. i'll do i'll do all the work behind <laughs> the scenes yeah. Yeah. Sort of. you say to eddie do you want to watch horror <laughs> movies it's like can we watch happy valley
2: <laughs> <laughs> so hard, yeah
1: either. i think 10 year old me I, I probably um i, I think I think working yeah. in the police force to be honest. I think um, it's so funny like when you're
0: that age and your influences that are around you and you kind of all you have is things you watch or people you know. Yeah. And it's what what am I gonna do with the rest of the years that I'm still alive? and obviously at that age you don't really everything changes yeah you don't really know but it's it's usually something that seems quite either so
1: unaware of the real world that you don't actually know what it takes to be anything i think it's normally something relatable
0: or something like really exciting that you have seen on tv so you you either get like you say someone wants to be a vet someone who wants to be a policeman or it's the i want to be a movie star i (laughs) want to be for me i think it was always footballer um probably up until the age of about Fourteen. When I kind of realized, actually, nah, I'm not going to be good enough. Didn't you have a, a trial? Yeah, you were. You, good you enough. were a trial. I wish work. I was good enough, mate. I wish you were a trial. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I think every 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 ball man ball. and their dog had a trial, mate. And it's always the knee yeah, injury and yeah, oh you, yeah, what could
1: have been. If it wasn't for that. My nice league team lost fourteen nil. Maybe yeah. 14-1 every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, so was, you definitely knew it wasn't for you. Football wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. I
0: think. I'd, I'd always i don't know if it's just me or whether it was you two as well in my head i'd be like if i do this if i train hard enough if i practice well enough then i can be a professional footballer yeah, yeah. or i can yeah. be a professional skater and it wasn't until kind of actually choosing my a-levels when i was like actually um if i was good enough at this by now i would be doing it full-time yeah. hmm. and i think then it sunk in i was like oh no i'm actually gonna well, have to think like, about something to do
1: it's like that um there's a 16 year old who's just won uh, the world championships just some snowboarding event oh, that, from that girl yeah and it's just it's crazy because what's that age 16 you're at a 6th form you're at college
0: doing GCSE uh, you don't
1: even know what you want to do and there's some 16 year old girl from the same country yeah, winning a, a worldwide event but you Leo you're, you've got quite an addictive personality yeah. so when you when you enjoy something I can see like it's very it uh, you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right. you, yeah. yeah you yeah you you want to get good at something. If, as soon as you enjoy something, for example, golf. Yeah, that we started a couple of years right, ago. I'm addicted. Obsessive. Yeah. You are addicted to that. You'd play that every minute yeah. of your life yeah. if you could. Um, so so I think that's I think that's I think that helps you in a way. Yeah, um, I think that separates you. Sometimes you're a bit different to everyone else, and that can work in your favor. But sometimes. You, you, you kind of do yeah. your own head in with that personality. You I get attached at onto things. And that can help in in further down the line as well in yeah. careers and things like that. Oh, so it's why it's he wants good, to do, he does all the editing. Trick, we don't right? have to do anything. <laughs> He's addicted to it. <laughs> Honestly,
0: I think I'm a perfectionist as well, so anything that I'm not good at or I feel like I'm not great at, I'll just avoid and then things I am I can see myself being potentially good at, I'll put hours and hours into it because... Yeah,
1: yeah if, you, um, if you... I saw... feel
0: like my, why not invest all my time in something that I could be good at rather than waste mm. time potentially being all right or something.
1: Yeah. He is a perfectionist. I, I made a TikTok. Um, I don't know if you've seen it. it had a couple of uh, bad edits in it. And I, <laughs> I got a grilling in the group chat for that. No, <laughs> it's because it has you to be... You took it the wrong way.
2: It has you to be high quality. I was
1: moody. Yeah, it's because
2: yeah. It's because, like... I'm in the same view as you. It's like when you watch what other people are doing, yeah. it's like you hold yourself to a standard that like they're the benchmark. And if ours isn't at least close to it, yeah. then there's no point in putting it out. Because I, like, I feel like you have in your head, you. it's hard to collectively... Have the same yeah. quality standard because to so one person, like without being like offensive to you, you probably watched that and thought there was nothing wrong with it, and that's yeah. perfectly fine. Yeah. Another person, I feel like you scrutinize it, then, other people, yeah, work, more than you more would than yourself because you yeah, d- everyone's defensive yeah. over their own work. Yeah. But then yeah. with this, it's like you can't, like you can't be like I, yeah. I'm stubborn, but again, it's like it gets to the you point need high quality. You don't have someone telling you that this needs to be changed. Like, you, yeah. like you just have to give it at some point. Yeah, yeah. And um, just do
0: if we go a bit more background about ourselves, just to kind of enlighten us YouTube a bit more and everyone watching. Um, so I grew up in Sheffield in England, pretty like standard city. Um, my, my, my mum's a GP and my dad uh, was a lecturer in graphic design. So obviously I had the creative side of going into following my dad and going into design and that kind of technology things. And then my mum in the medical kind of background Yeah. and, I don't know at what point I decided, because now I'm a physiotherapist, I was going to go down the medical side of things or a bit more healthcare. I think it was when I was doing my A-levels and I had to decide what I wanted to do for uni because everyone at the school I was going to was going to uni. I know probably society at the moment, most people go to school, go either leave and do like a trade, like something that you get an apprenticeship in and you work in and you are becoming something The train training in something you and getting money for skill. it or yeah. you go down the route of uni so that was my kind of route i took and i, was, I wasn't really pushed into it it's just what i thought was right my parents were just like you can if you want to i think mm. we were looking at apprenticeships but i think it was more go to uni you'll meet loads of people it's great networking opportunity yeah, that and I mean. you'll
1: get a degree from it which for is sure. always employable Networking is probably the biggest thing you get out of yeah. university. Mm-hmm. So bigger than, it's
0: bigger than your degree. I know. For A-levels, I did geography, which was only because my mates were doing it. I didn't really oh, feel sorry. like it was going to help me. I did PE because, again, I wanted to be a footballer from growing up as a kid. And it was one of them things where it was all I really knew was sport. So yeah, PE yeah. was just a no-brainer <laughs> for me. And then I did yeah. biology as well because... I was just a bit interested in the human body, how it worked and it felt like the right science. I wasn't interested in physics, maths or chemistry or that side of science, but I knew I wanted to do something like that. Yeah. Um, and then from there, I applied to do physiotherapy and did that for three years with this lovely man over here. This is where I met him and then also met this beautiful man on the right. <laughs> um, and now I've been working for two years as a physiotherapist in the NHS. Um, I'm enjoying it. It's been a challenge. It's been... eye-opening definitely um and i'm excited to see where i go in the future but i'm at the point now where i don't know if i'm going to be a physio forever but if i am i also wouldn't be upset about it um so it's i think it's going to be interesting to see where i end up but that's kind of my background yeah where you are now Let's move on to Eddie because he's also a physio, so we'll keep it that, yeah, that so side I, of things. Yeah, so
1: I'm also a physio uh, and I also work in the NHS, but my Your journey's a bit different, background, isn't it? So, yeah, I obviously I went, went to school like everyone else. Um, Some kids don't, mate. So I did my GCSEs in, obviously, the, the standard, um, standard GCSEs, but then I did history, geography, PE, and citizenship What were you most interested in citizenship No um <laughs> what's that P- P- <laughs> well, citizenship So it's you like, took uh, that as a full on subject I took that as a full on subject that how to be really? a good citizen Yeah because yeah, it was uh, basically it was basically a cop out because I didn't want to do I we didn't have to do a, <laughs> a I've never we heard of citizenship We, we didn't have to yeah. do a, a language um so what, it was like was it was that? like a more advanced version of PS, PSHE Oh yeah know? Yeah so it was like more about like laws and yeah, I yeah. think that's probably I probably did it cuz I wanted to steal. be a policeman and stuff like that kind of and related, it's, it's like yeah. it's kind of related in a way um but then i i wasn't the most academic so i couldn't do uh exams in exam halls like I, I, yeah. I struggled with that quite a lot so um my best option was avoiding sixth form yeah um which is a lot uh, heavy sorry, heavy uh, academically based
0: at what point yeah. did you find out you were dyslexic was this during
1: school or? so there were always suspicions um search history. I always I always had my suspicions because I I hated reading, but I was also quite bad at it. Mm. But the teachers wouldn't believe that I had dyslexia. So my mum got me a private test. Yeah. Um and it turns out I was quite heavily dyslexic. Yeah. Um Weirdly enough, I'm quite good at arithmetic. I think a lot. So I, don't know, of, I don't know why I didn't go down. A lot back. of clever yeah, people down, are dyslexic,
0: really... though. Like it doesn't mean you're not clever. It just means for some reason your brain can't put together words in the right order yeah. or spelling.
1: I don't know. I don't know how um, much a factor of just how much I. I, I just hated reading. anyway. Yeah. I mean, yeah. had a factor on why I was bad at reading. Um, obviously, I have got dyslexia, and that that probably enhanced it sort of exaggerate. Exaggerated yeah. 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 Um, but I think the fact that I just hated reading was probably a factor as to why I didn't, didn't really play. understand words yeah. on a book so easily. Probably but what anyway, you wanted. To- I, I went to college um, because it was a lot of coursework-based and practical-based stuff. Didn't um, have to do A-levels and 6 um, And I didn't but... have to do A-levels or, or or Like proper written form, exams. Yeah. So it wasn't written exams. It was more coursework. And yeah. It, it, was, it was quite nice because if you failed a section of coursework, you could redo it within the next two weeks. And you wouldn't have to, like in sixth form, no. if you fail something, you've got to do it again. Yeah, you've got to redo the whole the year. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. 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 So, no, it was nothing like that. Um, but obviously, to get into uni, you have to do very well at college because it's seen as the easier route. Yeah. Um, so, I got, I managed to scrape my way getting top grades at college and got into uni. So, I think at college, you've got a BTech um and distinction star, distinction star, distinction star is the best you can get. A yeah. I came to uni, um, got into physio through clearing, thankfully enough. Um, met this. Ugly Beautiful man. man. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I, I obviously done my three years, got my job in the NHS. And I'm in the same position, I think, as Leo, really. Um, I don't know if I want to stay in the NHS forever, just because it's not what... It um, used to be. I mean, it's not what it used to be, but I also, I guess I went into it knowing that it wasn't yeah. what it was in 2008, we'll get, 2007. We'll get into
0: the, the deeps of kind of inners and outs of but physio yeah. in a minute.
1: So I, I think, I think I'll, I'll do a few more years, see how I feel. And then if, if I want to change career path, I'm, I will. Yeah.
0: All right, let's yeah. move on to Mr. Charlie Goldson. What did
2: you start with? What did you talk about to start with? To introduce I just yourself? talked about what my parents
0: did. And then, uh,
2: right, okay. well, what did your yeah, parents I'll say, I'll do? I'd say my parents, my parents definitely influenced me on what I did. So I... I've always been interested in, like, business-related things. Yeah. Like, always. Even, like, not necessarily just running businesses, but just, just money in general. Like, I've yeah. always been interested in how money works. Um, where so, do you think that
0: came from, though?
2: Because um, not... not honestly, this is, right, this is a weird one. Yeah. When I lived in South Africa, me I, this is probably where my first, like, introduction to it came. We yeah. would go... So, I lived on a golf course in South Africa. And after about... Five. Was that
0: because of your dad's work?
2: Yeah, so my dad was um, quite high up in, like, call centres. he's quite a high yeah. manager. So we, he used, we used to live in the UK up until I was about nine. And then I lived all over the place. Like, yeah. I lived in Scotland for parts. I lived in Cornwall. I lived... Um,
0: Do you find it hard to make friends then? Because you were, weren't really um, in school the same school all the time.
2: I've, my parents have always said, like... I think I was, I was quite a shy person. Yeah. I never struggled to make friends because we'd always be out, and someone would like say yeah. hi to me, or like, oh, like my parents were yeah. like, like say hi back. Like, why are you not saying hi back? So I don't think I ever struggled to make friends. Yeah, but I think if anything, it helps you make friends. Yeah. Like, moving around because you're forced. You have into to be. Like, a, you have yeah. to be someone who's. Like, you're always the new person, and if yeah. you're not like, if you're not going to introduce yourself and get chatting to people, then like, I always you're felt just a weird kid. Like you are just a weird. I, the I weird always felt at school.
0: so sorry for the new kid because. Everyone in school knows each other. You've got yeah. like a big clique environment. It's like it obviously, where do they even start? Like, it
2: is, it is hard. Like, it's horrible. I feel like it, when you're younger, it's not as hard. It was when I moved back, it was harder. So I was yeah. 12 and 12 I moved back. So I missed the start of year yeah. seven and I came back when it was like midway through year seven. So making yeah. friends was like, Tough. it was a bit like everyone's mm. been to primary together. Yeah. But I didn't struggle making friends. But, but <laughs> the first start was. In South Africa, we would go into the lakes in the golf course and walk around and feel for golf balls on our feet. We'd pick them up and then we'd um, go back to my friend's house and clean the golf balls. And there used to be a guy that would sit. How old are you at this point? Like nine. And then yeah like nine nine ten had you
0: seen other people do it or did you no, just...
2: no, I, don't, I don't even know how we got into it i don't i don't Matt. even know he was a year older than me but like again i don't really know yeah. what but it was there was a guy that used to sit outside of the golf estate yeah and he'd sell golf balls to people going into the estate yeah so in our head we were like right we'll, we'll get these, we'll like, just copy he's in. doing the same thing like where's he getting his golf balls from so we just we basically did the same thing but to make it easier we just sell them to him. Oh. So that he then had no longer had to like source golfers. You were the middleman. We just found them. And bearing in mind, we were nine. We probably got paid like- Nothing. Like 10 rand for a bag. That's which What's is that like? At the time, it would have been a pound. But whereas yeah. now it's like, that's like 50p. Yeah, <laughs> like, honestly To us, that was like everything. But in reality, it was nothing. So we would just like, honestly, every day yeah. we'd be out there picking golf balls up bagging them Mad. and then selling them to him. And then he'd then sell them to people Mate, coming in. So, different from a again, young age. I wouldn't even say that it was like, I didn't even know- You weren't doing it for the money at the time. business. Like it wasn't, it was just like, we had nothing else to do. Yeah. So yeah. it was just something that we did. And then when you got money, there used to be like- That's um, cool. A tuck shop on the golf course. And we just go and spend our money on sweets. But like, yeah. it was like that message of, we know that if we did this, we'd get money so we could buy that. You, yeah. So I feel like that whole like message was just what-
0: Were you that kid in school that like came with chocolate bars and yeah, sweets? I'm,
2: I wasn't, I wasn't like that. I tried it, but my school was like, they they're weren't- strict, aren't it. they? My I teachers don't know what... weren't, if the teachers got onto it as well, like you would get like- Is it because you have to- tell they so, I think like, it's because so you, you have why. to have a license as well, don't you? To sell things. Sweet, but some, of the, some of the state of the food because, in the canteen yeah, that's, anyway. That's what it is as well, is because if you're selling everyone sweets and they're not going to the canteen and spending money, whereas obviously the school want you to be, yeah. so you're, if anything, gonna you're ruining their business. You should have made like,
0: healthy alternatives and yeah. then the school yeah. would be like, oh yeah, everyone go to Charlie.
2: Yeah, literally, but- There well, used to like, be kids. I used to go, so my grandparents had a Costco yeah. voucher. So we went to Costco and bought like a bulk. Mate, it's actually it a me brilliant... and my sister started doing it and then we'd bag them up and then sell them. But we didn't. I didn't really do the sweet fruit. It was yeah. more, I bought, I'm not going to say why I bought them off people because I don't think I can sell <laughs> on YouTube, but some of my friends, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say friends, people that I went to school with, were interested in other things that they'd rather spend their money on. Yeah. So I would be that person that would buy a- anything off of them, like phones, laptops, Xboxes. So, so like, if anything, on. I wasn't walking around school with sweets. I'd be walking around with an Xbox in my back. Something, <laughs> something like that. And then... Teachers and like, then, why the
0: hell have you got an Xbox in your bag?
2: Sometimes I'd walk in and there'd be just an Xbox on my desk. And my teacher's <laughs> like, why have you got an Xbox at <laughs> school? And I'd have like a JD Sports PE bag ready to like stuff it in there and carry it around for the whole day. Awesome. But... It was just the best way to like, again, it was like...
0: And you sell it on eBay? No,
2: nah, I was too young then for eBay. So it was, It would, I'd sell it on like Facebook or anything yeah. like that. But again, like I was buying off them for nothing. I was probably, yeah. again, I, the money I was making was not a lot. But when you're like 12 and it feels like you live a lot. in a town where you can't, you're almost just too young to get a job. Yeah. Like you're making money and your friends aren't. So do if anything, it was round. like, I've got money. I did do a paper round, yeah. but-
0: I think kids that did paper round built differently. I, oh, I, I actually never I did one. It. I didn't either, that's <laughs> why. Not
2: in Sheffield, the absolute oh, the hills, hills everywhere. <laughs> I did a paper round, but I hated it, honestly. Like waking I think up it's at 6am, like, getting the papers, deliver it. I could I mean, never my have paper round was an easy school. one as well. Like it think like 10 hours. I think people that are successful
0: are all- I've all been a paper round kid. I d-
2: it was like the thing. It, I didn't do it because I enjoyed. Mate, it. I it builds it you up. Don't don't, paid, don't believe like, that paid. logic. It is not true. No, <laughs> yeah. mate, it they're, gives you- they're sad people, man. <laughs> sad people.
0: And then, oh. so you obviously had this cool background where you were interested yeah, in sorry, interested sorry. in selling stuff. Did did you go into A levels after that?
2: Yeah. So I went from uh, from from GCSEs. GCSEs. Sorry. Yeah. Into A levels. So obviously, I took I took business. Yeah. Which was more so because when we moved back from South Africa, my dad left his job at that point and mm-hmm. then started, like he started a couple of his own businesses, yeah. which like, I feel like being involved in it and sort of seeing the whole process of it, I kind of liked the idea. Yeah. And I'd always been interested in the possibility of creating something or running a so business. So what did, yeah. what did you, what I did you say? So took business, um, IT, because it was kind of like a related field that I knew would yeah. feed like quite well into business. Yeah. And then... I, this is an awful subject. The worst A level you can take. Sociology, mate. The <laughs> worst A level. Really? No tell me tell me anything. something no you tell me something anyone. you learn. So no, because <laughs> I went for a period where I went off of business and then got really interested in like video editing and stuff like I was obsessed with YouTube. Like yeah. I'd had like, I was that like, kid who was like 12 who had his FIFA YouTube channel <laughs> opening like packs and all that. Let yeah, the world know what, what just the just, channel like, was. Take like, them the level level. no <laughs> chance. No one's ever no seen chance. them. <laughs> the yeah, way, he, he'd never, never shown us a thing. I've never shown anyone any of them. They were like <laughs> privated, like good luck to you. <laughs> but um, Man, yeah, it's so character like video building. video editing and all that I was really, like, interested in, which, I, I mean, for this, it kind of, like, the thumbnails and all that, yeah. I'd, I'd been working on it. But I never really thought I'd do anything with it. It was, again, it was, like, one of those subjects where I just yeah. enjoyed it, so I thought I'd take it. Um, I'd say I probably did learn some valuable things, especially yeah. in this day and age of, like, video creation and, uh, and all that. It probably has helped.
0: At what point did you then decide you were going to go to uni rather than doing something?
2: Um, I felt like I was one of those, like, it was just a natural progression like yeah i feel like i didn't really know what i wanted to do which is why i took business yeah because it was like i never specialized in anything it was like this gives me the opportunity to do anything yeah so but i was also very naive and thought that just because of the way i was inclined that i would be good at business so yeah. i didn't revise for my business a level i hated revising so i didn't really revise for any of my subjects um i got a distinction in it which i was actually really happy with <laughs> but they also i feel like the thing that held me back a little bit as in school, all of my teachers predicted me low grades, yeah. like, no matter what I did. So then, especially- as like said an impressionable... you were a little
1: bit of a, a naughty, naughty little boy. No,
2: no, I wouldn't, no, I didn't get like detentions or anything like that. Yeah. It was just-
0: I, I never really tried I hard know. in school until, yeah, like, until it like came to- I never to, really tried hard enough. It came to A levels and I was like, this is actually gonna make a difference if I get good grades versus if I get average grades. For me in my head, that was like, Go into union that I wanted to versus kind of going to on through clearing that yeah. was you yeah. kind of just giving to you because that's all you could get so I don't know what it was in me because throughout like GCSEs like I was putting set four in maths we only had five sets like and when I first moved to that school in year seven yeah and I wasn't a st- stupid kid like but I was, wasn't clever as well yeah. so it was like purely for A levels, I remember a lot of people. If you asked them, went to school with me, I was always revising because I thought, why not give myself the best opportunity? Yeah. A bit like you were saying yeah, earlier with the obsessive thing, I was obsessed yeah, with yeah being like, the I just, best I could, could be.
1: or something. That's it. Yeah. I
0: know, and obviously that was good, but I'm just scared one day the addictive personality might get into like alcohol or something that's going to send me the no, wrong way. I, mean, I can see, I can nah, see you going that
1: way. Not, not a chance. You're too, I think, conscious about your own health. Yeah. And- Wanting to be it's, better, the, yeah. that I don't. Think well, that, that nicely
0: leads point. me on to the next
2: bit. Obviously, we'll get on to. Actually,
0: no, we'll finish talking about. You've you done, well, done a business. You've you done oh, a business degree. Well, I
2: chose business just because. And then it was like through. I feel like my problem was even in sick form. I never really understood the importance of like. Yeah. Where this then leads you, and then because I kind of got predicted low grades, it was like it almost reinforces that message that you kind of before you've even done your A level, you, you get? Almost aim yourself where. Like you think you should be. Uh, I got a distinction in IT, which I was just dis- that was like the highest I could have got. Yeah. And I was predicted a pass, so I ended up doing way better than yeah. what I thought I would do. Um, and then <laughs> <laughs> business. <laughs> what did you get? C, mate. I was human, but then again, I did no revision. Yeah. And it's like again, that's not that's pretty sit, good considering and, then you sit there and do like a. A business exam versus what you think yeah. business is. Yeah, so the thing is, and it's you try and remember irrelevant. laws and all that, and I'm like,
1: oh, I was sat there like, it's irrelevant. You look uh, at a lot of the business owners today that are very successful. They'll tell you that yeah, they was like a great getting element. into uni and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, like well, is yeah exactly. I
2: felt like it was the natural progression. I just my sister went to uni. I was like, yeah. I'm going to go to uni. So then, yeah. So I got C in media, C in business, and then a distinction. Yeah, and then I only applied. To, for one uni, because it was the only uni I wanted to go to, I didn't yeah. have a backup. I was like, if I don't get in here, I'm not going to go. Like that was like,
0: what would you have done if you didn't yeah. go to uni? No idea, mate. <laughs> That's no. actually mad, isn't it? That people no just idea. do these things. I'm only applying for one thing. It's because, and I, then if I don't, like,
2: I don't I, that I, baffles me. I just, if I, I just wasn't interested, that, that I went, would I went to the open day. I saw the business school, and I was like, this is a brand new business school. I love yeah, yeah. the city. I was like, if I don't yeah. get in here, I'm yeah. not going to be happier anywhere. That else. would stress I me out though. If I didn't have, I was. But then again, I was so naive. I was like. I'm gonna get like I was so naive of. thought I'd be good enough, I, but I was like well, the I'm confidence. Get I did interviews I know, at
1: three unis, and Manchester Met was the only one I actually really wanted to join. Yeah. I think it was actually my fourth choice. Was, <laughs> the, was it? Was <laughs> it? Really? I was like, I'm going to a red brick. I've done really well on my A levels,
0: and then I was like, yeah. <laughs> didn't get into the first three. I think, <laughs> I think, really I think nice, there's a stigma spacious. around having to go to a red brick to end up being successful in life, and even everyone in my school when we were all sat in together replying at to UCAS because we all did it together. Everyone was like, oh, what are uni going to? And everyone would say in a red brick. If you said like a poly or like a, a Met, yeah. everyone would be like, Why it. are you going there, yeah. mate? Yeah. I was like, because the only place that does it in Manchester is Man Met. Like in my head it was it was all like very stereotypical and kind of prejudging of oh people that go to Red brick, so the, the way I think forward at that
1: age, you just follow the trend, follow the trend yeah. as well. If if all your mates who are quite academic, but I remember. I mean, like, it
2: definitely ha- definitely. I feel like I it remember. definitely helps if you've got a red brick on. Like I'm not going to lie and say it doesn't. Yeah. But I also agree. This is a very obvious statement. I think most people agree with. But I think any experience that you have to a company or applying for a job will be way more valuable. Yeah, than any what degree you have. If yeah. you have related experience, I wouldn't worry about what. I mean, I've left
0: uni now and use. looking back. I couldn't care less which uni I went to because yeah. I mean, no, I've got I think no a degree. the only but, yeah.
1: time it really makes a difference is if it's like o- Oxford, Oxford or Cambridge. Or Cambridge yeah, exactly. yeah. It's honestly, then you've got like a gold star next It's
0: more about know. the people you meet at uni versus the the degree. I, obviously in some cases, the degree is better than anything you get. But most of the time it's the people you meet and some unis, I just think, limit you to that because mm. the subjects they offer are so limited or so specified that, yeah, specialised, sorry, that you can't, Meet a wide range of people, which is why I'm glad that we went to such a big uni and met so loads many different of different kinds of people. Yeah. Like people yeah, such a great networking yeah. opportunity. Um, I want to move on to a bit more kind of deep topics. Oh God. I know this is this is this. I might, like asking other people. One I of us like, might. One, I don't like answering them myself. Someone's going to end up crying. There, I'm oh. going to ask ask a question. Eddie's going to be like,
2: "I don't want <laughs> to talk about it." I'm glad
0: it's but not um, nice. first question, I'm going to ask you. And then you can ask me if you want to. But
2: <laughs> if you want to. <laughs>
0: Do you have any people or any goals or anything that you inspired you when you were younger? This
2: has got deep, Jesus. People or goals? Like, was there that someone you looked up to? Me. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. ahead now.
1: no, really. No, honestly, when I when I was but a I kid, think I, was, I think a lot of people are the same. Yeah. When I was a kid, obviously I look up to my parents. My parents have set really good examples for me. Yeah. They've taught me respect. They've taught me. To care for family, to care for for friends, and yeah. be just a, a, a nice person. They've also taught me, I think, work ethic. I think getting up in the morning. My parents both get up very early in the morning yeah. to go to work, or they did do. I mean, my dad still does. My mum still works part time. Yeah, but I think they taught me sort of fundamentals, and I aspired to be like them a bit. Yeah, but I don't. When I was when I was a kid. I don't really think I was thinking too far into the future, to be honest. And then I didn't really have that person who people, yeah. I would be like, I want to be like him. I didn't really have that. I was yeah. kind of, yeah. as a kid, I was in the now and I was just, I didn't really care about what I was going to do. What I about was,
0: now? What inspires you now? Or what, uh, what, do think, you, what would you say you wake up and you're like, oh, I'd like to be able to do that or say that I could do that?
1: Um, financial freedom. I think in the in the future would be yeah. something that I would like to be able to say I've done or I've I There's achieved. an interesting
0: debate I'm going to come on to in a minute that, that we'll touch on that um, but I'll ask Charlie next what inspires you the most or what did inspire you when you were younger?
2: Um, that's really difficult. I wouldn't say, again, when I was younger I'd say my most of my idols were sports people because I was just obsessed with sports. So yeah. I wouldn't say in terms of the direction I'm going now, I wouldn't it's not really relevant, s- I wouldn't say the sports people were but it does and have again, a competitive being relationship from like a then. small growing up in a small town for most of like my impressionable years, I'd say from like twelve onwards. I'd probably say my parents, to be honest. Just because like moving from South Africa, like then starting a brand like yeah. brand new businesses, multiple businesses, um, and just like four kids, yeah, starting businesses like no like giving up wasn't like it's not an option like yeah. you, you have they've to got make And work, work and hard. i'd always say regardless of situation they're both just really like really hard working and yeah like gave us every every opportunity like yeah they could to honestly i'd never say they ever didn't give us what, yeah. like whatever we asked for they try their best to yeah like to give it to i us. think yeah,
0: that makes a good parent obviously like, there's there's a, a time and a place when you have to say no but if, oh
2: yeah exactly but I'd always say they definitely tried the hardest, and yeah. I'd always say whatever my whatever they've gone into, they they're just like I yeah. wish I was like them in the sense of their work ethic. Yeah, it's just like they don't have like nine to five doesn't exist. Like yeah. it's like a, it's like a nine to ten. Like that is yeah, like, what just to provide.
0: I think for me it's it's weird because obviously I wanted to go into sport and be a footballer or a professional skateboarder or whatever it was at the time, mm. whatever sport I was getting into. But there was never like. A singular person, I th- hence why I probably think. I think if you're an professional athlete, there was like one person you hear a lot of professional footballers go. Oh, it was. I always looked up to like, like David Beckham, or I looked up, yeah. And they they were kind of what do you call it? That it like a, them, they, they had blink, like horse eyes. blinkers yeah, on, and yeah. they just they just had eyes for that goal, and that was what they were going to achieve. And it doesn't matter what anyone said to them, they were getting up and doing that. But for me, it was more. I always remember lying in bed at night and being like, "Oh, in ten years." I'm going to be this person, but I didn't know exactly what it was. I had no idea, but I just knew I was going to be different from where I was now. Mm. And I think I've always been driven by change. And like, I remember leaving GCSEs and going into A-levels and being like, when I'm doing A-levels, I'm going to be a different person. I'm going to be a better person. And when I left then, looking at uni or kind of picturing going to uni was so out of kind of my vision. I had no idea what it was going to be like. And then when I got there, I was then like, my next goal is getting a job. And I had no idea what that looked like. And now, yeah, like, I've change, started change, a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Changed, like yeah. nothing I've done has ever been because I've, I've thought I'm going to do that. Yeah. It's been,
2: kind
0: of just I, I hope in the future I'm going to be better. And the only way I can do that is by putting myself in situations that might allow for me to grow as a person. Yeah. yeah. So networking, always yeah. put, go into uh, like football training. So uh, yeah, for fitness side of things, but also if there was an opportunity to... Learn something new, putting yeah. myself in that situation where I I'd be the best position to take on that information. Yeah. Um. But I, but both of you, my par- parents also did inspire me because they, again, my mum being a doctor, working long hours. Um. I think you got to take your hats off to anyone who works as a doctor. Like it's not an easy job to do. Oh, yeah. Grueling. Yeah. Um. And I've asked her, and she again, she she only really went into medicine because she was told at school. Oh, it's a good job to get. I think a lot of people yeah. are told be a lawyer, be a Do you doctor. Think if your mum lived like again, this, would
1: she that? would she be a doctor again?
0: I don't know. We'll have to speak to her. But uh,
2: soon. I think I think it's
0: little Easter egg. <laughs> 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 i think it's interesting how there's these typical jobs doctor lawyer accountant that are kind of like financially stable you're going to be a happy person it's all changed you're going to have a it's all like, nuclear family it's
2: like before when you ask people our age at school what do you want to be like we we probably would have said doctor yeah uh, now, now it's now youtuber you them, youtuber times are changing e-commerce mate. business owner like yeah man. i feel like it's just shifted like the whole yeah. internet has shifted everything i think
0: for the better as well. Like there's oh, a time
2: ton- everyone's more aware of the opportunities that are out there. Like you're yeah. not just what school tells you. You're not yeah, the like that's not just everything.
0: I know. Um, what's this debate
1: that you uh, you want
2: to talk about? yeah, yeah you
0: were saying that uh, your inspiration now is kind of financial freedom and and kind of yeah, you 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 inspire to be in a position where you're financially free. But yeah, would you kind of um, what's the correct word? Would you understand. risk would you risk or would you sacrifice other things in your life, such as health and relationships and happiness? No, 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 no. Health, for the health wealth.
1: is health is a priority in my life. For but
0: sure. Some people might say to get wealthy or to get to financial freedom, you need to sacrifice those things.
1: No, I, say, I disagree. I think most rich people will tell you fishing, fishing. that they have to look after their health as a number health one number priority. One. Yeah, one. Like any any sports athlete, obviously health is a massive thing in that, but any business owner, especially the book I'm reading at the moment, yeah, he, he bangs on about why health is so important because it clears the mind. If you're not healthy... Yeah you can't make help, money health <laughs> is the core to
2: everything yeah. you but can't
1: you can't be healthy if you're healthy then you're rich i think i think if you're healthy and you live an active lifestyle and you're mentally there you're rich um, in life and then you're rich in life and then yeah. that will help you to sort of make the correct decisions and take risks i think having health gives you the uh, the ability to take risks yeah, yeah. i feel
2: like you're you saying sacrifice but i feel like sacrifice becomes a lot easier when what you want in life really is what you want. So you say you yeah. sacrifice relationships, but realistically, like the only the only relationships that you'll be sacrificing probably will be the types of people that aren't good for what you want. Whereas realistically, yeah. The, but do we ever you know? You want to be building relationships with people that, if anything, support what you want and help you rather than does sacrifice. Yeah. If anything, you're just getting rid of the people. Does anyone
0: ever doing. know? Does anyone ever know what they want in life though? or are we all just pretending
2: yeah but you're saying i think you're always chasing you're always freedom, chasing something aren't you, you don't know but then i could tell you someone that's good to be around me or someone that's not yeah would i say for what i want in life no matter what it is would i say someone that's not career driven is unmotivated goes of out all the time and spends loads of money i'd know straight away you want to avoid them that i would not like why would i want that influence on me of yeah. oh, don't worry about spending this because you get paid then it's like no because the other person would be like, "No, don't spend it." And like, yeah, because we like we're going towards this, we're doing that instead yeah. of like yeah. When you're around the right people, it becomes a collective thing instead of you just being so like lonely and yeah. By I feel like there's periods of loneliness. It's so important
0: to surround yourself with people with similar values.
2: But I've definitely learned, and it's something yeah. that I want to do is definitely build more friends. Definitely. that are focused on yeah.
0: I'm I'm, I'm hoping with this that. podcast we can speak to people yeah, and kind of yeah, like for that. sure. Sure. Will will be inspired by them, and I hope we. I hope, we're, I hope we inspire other people as well with what we do and
1: and what we're saying. I Just think inspiration
0: learning. is so in, is so key to kind of building on yourself as a person. And
1: yeah. But then I think there's people that say once the inspiration and yeah. the motivation runs out, it's, it's the discipline, discipline. that all. Oh. It's like it's like going to the gym. Everyone hates going to the gym. I mean, I hate it. That's why I don't go. But
2: I'm <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm starting again. I'm starting again. I've had a couple of times where I've gone. You look down at and the car stopped, and then I've gone and I've stopped. But I think now, I think after listening to enough people tell me that it's just the reason reason why I'm stopping going is the motivation runs out. So. Now I'm just going to tell myself that I've just got to go. It's easier said than done. It though. is easier it said is. than I done. I
2: feel like there's a big topic at the moment that I've seen a lot of successful people talk about. And that, that what do you mean really- by
0: the successful though? Uh, no, it's, okay. it's a okay. tough one. You're
2: successful? You're, you're no, horrible. that's that's. Cool. <laughs> it's success, it, successful it? in my eyes is that they they've got money. Like they've they're basically they've done what they want to do. Like they've got their successful business, but. Yeah, I feel like even regardless of successful, I think a lot yeah. of people have realised that a big problem we have now is instant gratification, yeah. which has ruined people's yeah. ability to stick with something and quick fixes. Yeah, yeah. so like, um, they took I'm not going to ruin it for you because I know you're reading Atomic Habits, but it's yeah. in the, it's in the book as well. Of people make decisions based off of what makes them happy in the moment instead yeah. of what's best for them in the long run. Yeah. It's like in the moment. You want to buy wanna a new jumper, buy a new watch. sofa, but you know in the long run, if you go to the gym, your the end result is so much better richer, than yeah. that initial yeah, gratification. Probably. But everyone these days, it's like TikTok, no one can sit there yeah. and watch a movie anymore. I'm mean, obviously they can, but half the it's like people watch football and then they have Twitter on their and phone, they're refreshing Twitter, and then they're watching. TikToks. Mark Goldbridge react to football whilst watching football whilst listen, like looking at people <laughs> yeah. talk about football like people are so yeah. like, they need to have their the so constantly active yeah. that they can't focus on like putting the work in something to yeah. then see the reward down the line. Like, it's everyone wants everything straight yeah. away. It's like, interesting. Um,
1: it's like. Um, weight plans and things like that weight, quick weight loss journeys yeah, and stuff like that work. it's just it's, a, it's, it's just, a temporary fix yeah and yeah, yeah. it and it's a money maker for people oh, like yeah. someone's got rich because they Buy know my that's how people plan. yeah they've they've been clever and they yeah they, and then they release a new one in 6 months and, then,
2: and it's an upgraded version yeah, that, that the yeah, same person it's, then it's, goes and buys again like. what it
1: is is you've just got to quit small bad habits and a lot of them or a few mm-hmm. of them and make small changes over time and Just build it up and build it up and build it up. The longer you do it for, the, the it's that's what fixes you. That's yeah. that's how you're going to lose weight. Well, that's how you're going to be richer.
2: <laughs> it's him. funny how, like, we're
1: saying all this stuff. Like, we've
2: oh, we're not perfect. I oh, can sit and say, I'm yeah. not perfect. Yeah, no, like, yeah. I know that for a fact,
0: but And I find it interesting that you say success for you is wealth because I think a lot of people feel I'd the say, same. I was
2: gonna say earlier, I feel like. Wealth to me is success purely because of the way I've grown up is yeah. I've seen being in South Africa when we had money and before it, like I went on the nice holidays, I lived in the nice house, like yeah. to the, to the difference of then my parents trying to run their own businesses, like finding we, it hard. Were, we were poor, like yeah. there's no way of being around it. Like we were very, very poor. And it was to a point where I, I only really realized it after a couple of years that like we had nothing, yeah. like we had no money really. Like I'm not saying we're not, we weren't poor, poor. Yeah. Like we were not right at the bottom, but we were not well off. Yeah. So then I feel like that was my motivation was like, I, yeah. I don't want this for myself. It was like, I need to put the word like, to not have this for myself. Kind
0: of a bit like insecure about kind of, the money you had
2: yeah yeah definitely like
0: and you want to be in a position where you're it not was in... like you
2: look at other people and you see them going on holidays so you're so like, and I so. want that and it's like you can sit there and especially when you're younger like you sit there and say to your parents like why don't we do this and why don't we do that and you think that's like hurting you but like imagine how that makes them oh, feel I know. like yeah. for their kids saying to them that I want this I want that and they can't give it to you and it's like yeah. that for me is like I don't I don't want a bit like I don't want that so then how... the motivation is create yeah. the wealth so i don't have to worry about things like so that.
0: so building on success and what it means you've got wealth you've got health you've got mental and physical health included in that um, you've got relationships which is included in kind of happiness and emotions and all that kind of stuff how do you build the best version of that whatever that is for yourself such
2: a- um the f- i think the first thing is sitting down and Write writing down like what what you value you say all these things but half of them you don't actually mean so like yeah. the the first step is actually figuring out Who what's you are. most important to you like yeah, what um, are the most important parts of your life and what are the most the most important things that you want to change what matters to you yeah, like what really matters to you like does if your health really matters to you then you will go to the gym. Like you will- Pick up something. Like you that will do what it not takes eat that to biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes I feel like it does take him down. Like it takes you to sit down and actually do it. Yeah. So then realise like, actually like these are the things- that I, I did the doing.
1: first bit of self-reflective practice um, yeah, about a week ago for the first time in my life. No, Honestly, but you've probably was, been was, doing was, it subconsciously was, throughout yeah, your life. True. But now I've got down on paper what I believe are my five- main values he's done something Jeez. cool and he's you've have you hey. printed out your hey. goals <laughs> oh
2: yeah yeah And that's, be, yeah. so I think just having it's that it's the visualization yeah. you keep and looking at them every must, day I'm reminded of what
0: people are. must try all these things that you're talking about and that you're talking about um, throughout their lives and obviously for some people it really works and for others it doesn't so to me it's really interesting to kind of see what's out there See what works for you. Yeah. I don't think there's one right answer for anything. Hence why we all have different lives. We're all different people. We're all made up differently, even though we're all human. Everyone would be the same. We're person all human if there was a
1: right answer for everything.
0: Exactly. But what I well, what I'd love to know, what we are doing this podcast for, is to kind of work out how do we make our lives as good, fulfilling, fun, happy, yeah, full of kind of joy and
2: fulfillment. That's things that things
0: doing. that we all are kind of look at and collectively as a human race go this is what living's for this is why we this is why we're alive this is why we were born
1: yeah but we've also done it to understand what what sort of backbone it takes to to get to that position and earn the enjoyment and also have that for financial freedom in the future Mm and um i think listening to loads of people about what they've done and how they've got there it's just I think we said it in the in the first episode that yeah. we did. I think even if we spoke to ten people and this podcast just vanished, at least we've then got it's ten people we wouldn't ten have spoke to ten before. people we've spoken to yeah. that we didn't know anything about before yeah. and we now know about ten new jobs that we'd had yeah. no interest or not, not no interest, sorry, no information about, about yeah, exactly. at all.
0: So, so I think we've spoken about most of the stuff that we want to touch on about background. Uh, just to finish off i think if we just give it like a two two minute thing each on kind of what we do now what kind of the ins and outs of it are yeah try not to go into too much detail because i want to keep it nice and short um and then we can build on it and if anyone's got any questions we'll probably end up getting on another physio for me to speak with as well we'll probably have someone something similar to you so it's not gonna be the last time we talk about this kind of career path yeah but i'll start so as a physio you kind of go into it thinking it's running on a football pitch rubbing kind of football players making them better yeah uh, i think that's what most people go into it f- uh for and usually it's through sport but it's the first time you've seen it on telly or kind it's of, a very sports based yeah but you get there yeah. and there's three main areas of physio you've got musculoskeletal so that's kind of bones and muscles so that's the kind of people you see on tv um, or if you hurt your knee or your back it's usually who you'd be referred to by your gp Then you've got neurophysio, so that's people who've got something wrong with their nerves. So that's either you've been born with a neurological condition um, or you've had a stroke or you've had a head injury and for some reason your brain or your nervous system has been injured and you then need kind of rehabilitation back to your new baseline normally. Um, And the third area is respiratory. um, And this is more lungs, heart, and a bit more for people who are unwell, kind of critically ill usually and the seen in hospital you don't yeah, get they're many the
1: say they're the sort of three main ones three, that's there's the three main areas the of physical, and obviously there's
0: branches often specialists in all those areas but currently in the nhs most hospitals offer a rotation so that will be um usually six or seven different job roles within the hospital and you usually rotate every six months usually it will include a musculoskeletal one which is outpatients so you'll be seeing people who've been to hospital or hurt themselves and they're coming back maybe every two three weeks and you're going to updating them and giving them more exercises and treatment Um, or it'd be inpatients so that can include anything from orthopaedics so fractures elderly elderly rehab um, neuro respiratory -respiratory critical care intensive care um, and then community based stuff so going to people's houses Um, and it's an interesting job you meet so many people you um, have to put up with a lot of things like most jobs but Um, I think dealing with the public, because it's a free service in the NHS especially, there's a lot of people who are kind of entitled and want everything um, and usually they're ill so you've obviously got to take that into account that they're not going to be as forgiving because when people are ill they are are just a bit more frustrated and angry because everyone wants to feel better Um, so you spend most of your time going in in the morning, you have a handover usually with your team um, and you basically go in and try and make people better physically so give them exercises, um, give them something to work towards, both physically and mentally. Usually it's a lot of education on making them a better person. Um, I, I work currently in the community, so it's people who've just left hospital or um, uh, are not ready to go home just yet, so they come, in to, come to us for a bit of so, rehab. So
1: you work in between going home and being in a hospital bed. Yeah. So for people who obviously with the with the hospital so um, stressed out at the moment, they need beds for people to go in that aren't in a hospital setting. So there's a difference between being medically fit for discharge and at their baseline. At their baseline is, are they, Can they coming they in? At are, they, are they going at, going home physically how they were when they came yeah. into hospital? Uh, if they're not, but the doctors don't need them in hospital anymore, then they'll go yeah. to an intermediate care unit, which is where Leo, Leo is, works. Is
0: there anything else you want to add about physio for you and what it means? Or
1: um, so I work in the community, so I'm a, almost a step away from step further down the line than intermediate care where leo works yeah and i but you have worked in hospitals on intensive care So i've worked on respiratory i've worked on newer rehab um respiratory involves intensive care i'm on the on-call rotor so i can get called in on my debt on my on-call shifts at three o'clock in the morning and what are you actually patient.
0: doing for those patients at that time chest clearance
1: um so anyone with a sort of Anyone can come into hospital and if they're in ICU and they're on a ventilator, then they need respiratory treatment to maintain their lungs because they lose that ability to clear the lungs themselves. Also,
0: helping people cough and remove the the nasty stuff that's on their chest. Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, And then there's ward-based stuff as well. So people having difficulties with their breathing but aren't quite as... Bad as people who need to be on intensive care. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, now I'm in the community. A lot of what I do is I go out to people's houses and have a look at what they can what can be done to make them safer. I can give them exercises to look at um, weaknesses in their body um, to make them a bit stronger. I can give gate education, gate being
2: I'm how walking. people
1: walk. And yeah, it's quite rewarding. I wouldn't do it forever. I don't think it's it's for me completely but I do enjoy it I like the team um we could talk for hours about like well. the ins
0: and outs of it and why we like it and why we don't yeah um but, but I, think I think the best bits are meeting people and it's different every day and you, you are making people's lives better so that's that sense of you come home and you feel like you've actually made someone else feel good about themselves and that usually makes you feel good about yourself. <laughs> I was gonna ask like you that. one
2: question yeah? not really physio related but most jobs even if it isn't Necessarily, what you want to do for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. What skills would you say, like, are the most valuable for, for physio. physio? Obviously, I feel like in my opinion, pe- like de- dealing with people. In my opinion,
0: in yeah. In my opinion, to be a really good physio, doesn't matter what exercise or what research you know. And the best physios, in my opinion, are the ones who can relate to a patient and get them on board with what you're trying to get them to do. Doesn't matter how much you know. If you can stand there and speak to someone and say this is kind of what's going on i really kind of understand it and i understand you as a person and you're not just kind of seeing them as a patient and yeah, yeah every time they come emphatic. in yeah. you've
1: also it's got to think number. outside of the box yeah so you've got to be creative you've got to make things enjoyable yeah um if you've if got to be it's, engaging if it's boring we all no know it, gonna you're, not it. Gonna you're not going to do it. it yeah you have to um, be
0: engaged in person you have to you have to go into those situations where you might be like, oh, this isn't what I want to do. and
1: you've, you've almost got to install belief into people as well. Yeah, Because a lot of people, especially older people, I find that sometimes they just lack, lack a bit of confidence. Yeah, you've all got all they need is a bit of a boost. To tell, yeah. Someone yeah. to tell them, look, you, you can do this. Yeah. It's a
0: bit like a glorified personal trainer or like a, a, a degree level personal trainer, really. Motivate,
1: just yeah. with more of an information about... Yeah, about yeah. the body and yeah.
0: how it works. right that's physio covered (laughs) let's move on to you what do you do two minutes what does charlie
2: job title which i have said um, i'm a client accounting officer i work in conveyancing yeah which is what basically the area i work in is dealing with the money when people buy and sell houses so when someone buys a house like money gets transferred from a solicitor to us yeah you then deal with that money basically I'm trying yeah. to do it in the simplest terms and then it gets sent out to the next lawyer yeah. like, who it then goes to but obviously there's loads of different processes within it yeah. but it's basically just the money side of of buying and selling houses yeah. like you have files the person's name yeah. like you see all the legal fees the estate agent fees like all that kind of And can you see yourself doing stuff. that for the rest of your life? It's not my dream job mate no but I would say like with every job there are skills that you learn Yeah that better you and if you see if you do them f- to maximize what you can like, yeah. learn from it I mean anyone could do my job like I'm going to put it quite simple like it's not a difficult job yeah but my ability to deal with numbers a lot quicker than it yeah. was before and just different programs and softwares I feel like has definitely mm. definitely helped me but yeah. I, I definitely won't be doing it for yeah. the rest of you my also, life you also
1: you also make a bit of money elsewhere on the side with buying and selling don't you yeah, yeah.
0: I think we've, still all still got, something, we've all got we've all got we've all got little habits and little side hobbies and stuff that we do outside yeah. of work um, which we can touch on in other episodes and that kind of thing um, Leo wants to go
2: home. oh he is uh, <laughs>
0: I think that we'll finish this off by asking the same question would 10 year, ten year old Eddie are you proud of the man you are right now
1: uh, yeah I would say so um, I think the fact that I've I mean, I've left home, got, got a I job, mean, got a degree. Really, doesn't mean that much these days. But I had to have a it personal achievement. Got a degree. I've left home, which is, I think, was a big step for me. Yeah. Um. Especially coming so far away from home as well. Yeah. And then having a job. Yeah, I, ten... I'd be, I'd, I'd, I'd be proud <laughs> of where I am now. Yeah. With ten but ten-year-old Charlie be proud of him. Hey, right know, I don't now, I'm. This. Right now, I'm not. I'm not. I feel, I feel like, if, like if I I could be doing not more, not proud
2: of myself. I feel like people would take it too literally, emotionally deep. Of like, I'm really insecure about yeah. that, I and mean, I'm not. But I just expect more from myself. Like I wouldn't when would I say I'm proud of myself in certain aspects, yes, yeah. But in a lot of aspects, no. But it's purely because I know I can do better. Yeah. But I wouldn't say I'm. I'm not upset with myself for like. There's so many questions I can ask you it. from that. But, but I know. It, I just want to leave it no, though, because I know I can. I could have done a lot better since you, uni- you like leaving uni, yeah. and in that time before, and I want to make a lot less excuses yeah. and start doing a lot more. Just, yeah. just start whatever it is. Just start doing stuff. Yeah, less just excuses, take, take yeah. more accountability yeah. for your own decisions.
0: Do you want to ask me the same question? Yeah.
2: <laughs> Would your,
1: was <laughs> it ten year old Would self, your ten year old self be proud? be proud of where you are, Leo? Would I
0: them. think, I think yes. Um, I think. It's always good to have some sort of pride. Yeah. Um, otherwise, you'll never feel it, will you? Because if you're always chasing, oh, I'm, I'm going to be proud when I reach this goal, you're never going to reach that goal because once you have reached that goal, you'll forget that you've reached it yeah, and you'll try and yeah. get something new. So yes, I am proud of where I am. Um, this doesn't mean I don't want to carry on making myself proud and making people around me proud. I think that's the main thing. I'd love to make people around me proud really rather than myself. That's just a bonus. Yeah, I think if I can then if I can get to a point where I look self-esteem. around yeah. and go, my friends are proud of me, my family is proud of me, my girlfriend's I think proud of me. That's where
2: I struggle though, because like my parents will say they're proud of me, and then I'll just in my head I'm just like proud of you. are Just saying that, I'm proud of what? Like, what have I done for you to be proud of me? Mummy loves I'm, like you. My, Yeah, <laughs> I'm my own worst enemy when it comes mm, to it. Like mm. people can tell me that they're like, we're still young now. So proud I think... of you, and I'm just like proud. Like I, I need to do so much. We're more. in our twenties, though. I need think this, I think if we
0: look, if we had the same conversation when we were forty. And we've got our own kids, and
2: I hope I, hope I say I'm proud of myself. By 14, <laughs> Christ. But I think you're the sort of
1: person to say you
2: never. Yeah, I think not, if
0: you've got that mindset never, now, so it's it to change. I know, I know.
1: Unless, unless you're sitting on a, on a on a boat somewhere, your feet up, your own boat, and
2: you're. 60, I I still 60 think. Years no, old, my biggest shit. issue is if I see someone it doesn't else that matter. You won't. You... If I see someone else that has it, I'll be like, so I want that. There is nothing that you've done in life that I am not capable of doing myself. Yeah, no,
0: but that doesn't mean that.
2: But I'm not. I'm not. This is what I'm saying. It's not that I'm not proud of myself because I am in certain aspects. Yeah. Just The things that matter to me most right now, like because I'm not where I at or want to be, it's then hard for me to then say yes. I'm yeah. proud of myself because yeah. I haven't got there.
0: Right. We're going to end it there. That's a very interesting conversation. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. It's been really good to kind of touch on what we do and
2: Waffling on. <laughs>
0: it might sound like waffle but um we hope you guys find it insightful obviously if you've got any questions leave them in the comments below if you're watching on youtube please subscribe because that would uh, be very grateful for us leave a like on the video if you're listening on spotify or apple music <laughs>
2: for a this minute, yeah. please leave <laughs> us a follow
0: um because again we'd be very grateful and if you want to come on the podcast yeah it would be Contact, to, contact us on any of our socials leave a comment or email us and we'd love to have a chat right. with you guys about what you do kind of similar topics um and kind of we want to understand more about people and you guys watching our people so it's who, ba- who better to just to, talk you are people who better yeah. <laughs> to speak to yeah um thanks for watching thanks for listening and we'll see you next episode